squad. Mizzy World Entertainment is here to present Mad Mizzy Sports, the morning show. I'm presenting a daily morning show to just give my intake on all the hot topics that's going on in sports, and I'm going to follow the four major sports that I really follow the most, and that's the NFL, college football, NBA, and boxing. Now, of course, I'm a sports aficionado, so uh, when other sports news does come up, I'm going to chime in on it, but those are the four major sports that I'm going to be focusing on. So to dive right into it, let's get into the NFL. The NFL has finally wrapped up its preseason. The NFL has finally wrapped up the final episode of the NFL Players Top 100, where the current players vote on who they think the best player, the top 100 players are in the NFL. And the NFL is getting ready for the uh, regular season. So to dive right into it, let's dive into the top 100 players, man. I want to dive right into a few personal gripes that I have, but I want to say I love this show. I feel as though they should bring this idea to the NBA just to see where current NBA players, how current NBA players really feel about other NBA players and how they rank and how they stack up against each other. Maybe they could do a top 50, top uh, 30. I don't know, but I like to see it in the NBA. My personal gripes though, and I and you can't really uh, disagree with anything because it's people's personal opinions and it's the opinions of their peers. So I mean, is my opinion worth more than Jalen Ramsey? I think not, but I'm going to give it anyway. You dig what I'm saying? The first one is Debo Samuel being 19. I felt as though he should have been a little bit higher than 19. I thought thought he should have been top 10 or at least more so hovering around the cusp of the top 10. That's just my personal opinion. Um, That's just me. And then uh, for me... Aaron Donald not being number one, man. I'm a Niners fan. This is not Rams house by any stretch of the imagination. But the stretch that this man went on last year in the playoffs, he literally won the NFC championship game. No, actually, he won a divisional game because he hit Tom Brady. No, matter of fact, fact, no, Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford and them won the, uh, the divisional game. But he won the NFC championship game by obliterating the 49ers, my Niners offensive line. He won the uh, Bengal, He won the Super Bowl by obliterating the Bengals offensive line. And you literally look at the last play, Jalen Ramsey got beat like a two-year-old child by uh, Jamar Chase on that play. So if Joe Burrow has a little bit more time, we're talking about two total different Super Bowl champions right now. So... For Aaron Donald not to be number one, that, that that shocked me. But to see who was at number one wasn't too much of a shock, and I don't have a disagreement at all about it. The top three rounded out to be Aaron Rodgers at number three, Aaron Donald at number two, and at number one, the GOAT, Tom Brady. I can't disagree with that just because Tom Brady had another great year. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever, the most successful team sports player ever. You feel what I'm saying? The dude is amazing. But... To not give some type of flowers, some major flowers to Aaron Donald for this year, to me, is just like, like, I I don't know, man. But you can't disagree with it, and I'm not mad at it. I'm definitely not mad at it because they didn't put Aaron Rodgers there. If they would have just put Aaron Rodgers there because, oh, he the two-time MVP with the two performances he had in the playoffs, he didn't go down like like, uh, Tom Brady did last year in the playoffs. Tom Brady went down swinging, deep ball. Thanks, Mike Evans. Tuggies. You dig what I'm saying? So tip my cap to Tom Brady. Number one uh, player in the top 100. Hard to disagree with it. Me personally, I'm going to say I think Aaron Donald. Let's move on to wrapping up the preseason. What, are, what, 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 what do I take from this preseason? For me, 
it was the preseason. Um, you can't take too much away from it, you, and you can't underestimate it at all, but you also can't um, put too much stock into it. I'm interested into seeing how some of these quarterback battles are going to shape out, especially in Pittsburgh and Seattle, seeing as though neither of them went after Jimmy G. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out. And um, for me personally, uh, I just want to see who's going to be that surprise team, man. I don't think the preseason gave any inkling into that at all, which I don't think it does ever. You dig what I'm saying? Moving into the regular season. Um, with the regular season coming up, what are the top three storylines in the regular season to me? At number three, um, the top storyline for me, the third top storyline for me is, will Kenny Pickett actually start for the Pittsburgh Steelers eventually? Mitchell Trubisky was taken in the same draft as what Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. This dude was... Uh, had high praises and if he can't beat out Kenny Pickett which I don't think he will is going to be telling to not only him but that Bears franchise that continually wastes good high draft picks they continually do this man so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that quarterback battle shapes up in Pittsburgh I'm interested to see how it shapes up I'm gonna go with Kenny Pickett being the starter to 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 go into I'm gonna say week four on by week four Kenny Pickett is going to be the starter of the Pittsburgh Steelers the number two headline for me is going to be what's going on with the elbow of the quarterback of the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams I'm a 49ers fan I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan I concede that I feel like the Rams revamped their um roster they're coming back stronger they're coming back hungrier and they're going to be a tough out but if Matt Stafford has some some elbow issues and can't sling it like he was slinging it. Hey, listen, they don't win that Super Bowl without Matt Stafford either. You dig what I'm saying? As much as I said last summer that that summer that they got him, what has Matt Stafford done? And he hasn't won a playoff game. And this, that, and the third, he shut me up. Went on a great playoff run and won the Super Bowl his first year in Los Angeles. So I took my cap to him. But he's ultra important for them. So that's that's something to uh, the eye on is that health of Matthew Stafford because. I don't think they can survive in the NFC without Matt Stafford at at least, you know what I'm saying, 80% health for at least 80% of the season. You get what I'm saying? So that's it for me. And the number one storyline is, will Tom Brady come back and win another Super Bowl? If this man wins another Super Bowl, bruh, if this man win another Super Bowl, bruh, we, we, we might have to rename that joint the Tom Brady Trophy. Hey, Vince. You was the GOAT, you you laid the foundation for football, but this man is Mr. Football. You feel, This man is Mr. Universal Football, bro, he's already that. But if he wins another Super Bowl after coming back with the injuries that they have, with him flip-flopping, being 45 years old, the, the, the competition being as tough as it possibly ever has been, it, what, what more can... <laughs> I'd be speechless. I'm already speechless thinking about it. You dig what I'm saying? So that's my top storylines heading into the regular season. Stay tuned as I continue on my daily uh, breakdown of the NFL heading into the regular season. But let's move on to college football. College football kicked off this last Saturday. We got all the top 25 opponents kicking off 
this upcoming Saturday. They didn't, none of them played last Saturday. So the number one headline for me in college football, aside from what's going to go on in the Big Ten with Michigan, uh, Kate McNamara, the quarterback situation, JJ and, um, and, and Ann Arbor, is Ohio State going to bounce back with a dominant season? Is what's going to happen in the SEC? That run that Georgia went on in the college football playoffs last year was epic. They punched my Wolverines dead in the mouth and said, I don't even know why y'all here. I was like, all right, Nick, Saint Nick got us, Saint Nick got our back. He going, he going, he going to trash them fools. They punched Saint Nick in them in the mouth. They got a, well, I think he was a true sophomore um, quarterback or he was a red shirt freshman quarterback. Regardless, he's coming back. So to see that battle with him and Bryce Young, uh, Kirby Smart and and um and Nick Saban, to see those those clash of the Titans, man, I, I want to see if Georgia can keep this run going on some like how Clemson was with Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. You feel what I'm saying? I want to see how long they can keep this run going and if they can really be some adversaries for the long run to Saint Nick and his uh dark side regime that he got running over there in Bama town. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm interested to see how Georgia runs it back after that dominant national championship run. That, that That's going to be intriguing to me. So let's move on to the NBA, man. First thing I want to say is happy belated to James Harden, man. Good to see you in the gym, bro. Good to see you taking it serious. Good to see that you took a pay cut and you've been taking your legacy and how you want to be remembered basketball-wise seriously, man. And kudos to you. Um, but I want to get into Josiah, Kevin Durant folding his hand and what this means for the Brooklyn Nets that Kevin Durant and of course Kyrie Irving is coming back. For me, Josiah just, he did Kevin Durant how Bishop did Q and, um, and, uh, and Juice. No, no one man above the crew. You know that. You go down, I go down. You all go down. That's what he told him. You feel what I'm saying? You got four more years on this contract. What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So to me, Josiah just came, stood his ground, said, oh, the brother finally decided to get some balls. Nah, I'm rocking with Steve Nash, who you wanted. I'm, ro I'm rocking with uh, Steve Marks, who's done everything you asked him to do. I'm rocking with my front office. And let's see what you decide to do with the next four years of your life. You feel what I'm saying? Because I run this. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about this franchise. You think I care about you? <laughs> I don't care about this franchise. You think I care about you? He bishop this man. He did what bishop did to Q. He said it straight, bro. You know what it is. So it's just, the, the move is yours now, player. The move is yours. And guess what? He folded, unlike Q did. You feel what I'm saying? Q stood up. But K... I mean, at the end of the day, he had no leverage. He had no leverage. Nobody was out there that was willing to, to, to sell the house for Kevin Durant, a 34-year-old Kevin Durant, at, who has never won a championship outside of Golden State, who Golden State just made Andrew Wiggins look like the best thing since coming out of high school, since Andrew Wiggins coming out of high school. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So it was a lot to take on for me. It just adds more pressure to the Brooklyn Nets though, man. A lot of people saying, oh, they're the favorites now. Uh, they revamped their roster, this, that, and the third. It's a lot that's been said since they've shown up in Brooklyn. I don't know how long they'll be able to uh, under underperform 
under these expectations. And I think they will, again, underperform under these expectations. When you look at the East, I think the Sixers are going to come back way stronger. You got an MVP candidate and Embiid. You look at the Bucks; they're coming back stronger. Revamped uh, roster. MVP candidate Giannis. You looking at Miami Heat. You looking at the Boston Celtics. Listen, man, it's not going to be easy. They got to want it. And I don't know how much they really do want it. I really don't, man. So, um... To me, I, I see them being a middle-of-the-pack team. They don't want it enough for me. And that East is, is stacked, man. It's stacked. I, I will be surprised if they make it out of that Eastern Conference and re represent the East in the finals next year, in the NBA, in the 2023 NBA Finals. But to end it all off, man, like I told y'all when to touch on boxing, and I just got a message, man. I, I got a message for, um, for Spence and Bud, man. Can we get a fight, please? I don't want to hear the excuses. I am a Terrence Bud Crawford fan, hands down. I do think that it is Spence, his outlandish thought of himself and the revenue he can bring in that is holding up this fight. I don't think he really wants to fight Terrence as much as Terrence wants to fight Eero. But at the end of the day, make the fight, man. If it's a 45-65 split, take the split, I mean, if it's a 45-55 split, uh, bud, take that. Now, if it's 40-60, I ain't taking that. But it's 45-55, take the split, bud. Please give us this fight. There's no way that we had um, Wilder versus Fury three times already. We're about to get the third Triple G Canelo fight. They're talking about King Ryan versus Tank Davis. We're probably going to get that fight before we've been getting Spence versus Bud, which I've been saying y'all just been building up for the past three years. When in actuality, it's probably just been somebody doesn't want this fight, dog. Clearly. Somebody doesn't want this fight because it's clearly each of y'all's biggest payday. Clearly. And it's clearly going to be something that ends all debates in, in, in our community. So give us the fight, man. The fans want it. Give it to us, dog. There's no way they talking about Usyk and, and Fury and Spence and Crawford still ain't signed a dotted line yet. Spence, bud, from a boxing aficionado, a boxing fan, please make the fight, man. Y'all are in the, the crown division of boxing. Y'all in the welterweight division. Y'all know what weight y'all carry? Make the fight, man. This is getting ridiculous. Real life, man. You feel what I'm saying? After, after uh, Spence beat Ugas, I'm thinking this joint about to get made in like a month. It's been how long? Please make the fight, dog. Make the fight. But uh, this is Mad Mizzy Sports Morning Show. Y'all know what it is, man. Mizzy World Entertainment. NBA. College football. NFL. Boxing. Everything in between. If it's coming with a big news in the sports, I'm bringing it to y'all in the morning show. Monday through Friday between 10 and 12 p.m., between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m., stay tuned, like, comment, share, subscribe, listen, Busy World Entertainment, gang.